See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hi, welcome. Guess what you're listening to? Can you what guess? What are we listening to? We're listening to Slow Robot A Go-Go. Listen Pig. to the sound of one hand clapping. Uh, pig show number 127. That means there was 126 of these before you found me. Us. Sorry. Us, we. We. Yes, not it, plural, not singular. Yes. All right, what the hell are we? Why are well, we? Well, it, uh, it was you for a while. Yeah, well, not early, really. Early, early on. Uh, <laughs> not really. Uh, so it was, um, we're here to talk about bad movies and good movies and bad movies that and we medi- like. And mediocre movies. And good movies that we hate. We're in the B through Z spectrum of movie. Yes. Yeah, so that's Something. it. Whatever so that go means. to bunchofdorks.com. There you're going to find a whole bunch of podcasts. Listen to them all, like them all, and send us emails saying you love us. And you can find us on Stitcher and Slice and iTunes and blah, blee, blue, blee, blue. Go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That's a place that has just slowrobotagogo, and sometimes I put other crap. Not I, usually, but sometimes. I have a request from you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, on this show, if I keep, if I, every time I say the word, yeah. <laughs> Could you just hit me? No, what I'm going to do is I have this, I have one of these things, these coach things that like for, for, uh, to keep track and I'll just like go. Okay. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause I was listening to our last episode and I, and I was saying that word a lot and I was like, shut up or shut up. Or, or I have a, I have a bell. I could okay, ring a bell. You, yeah. Good. To, yeah. Do that. Yeah. Don't hit me. Cause I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm brittle. I'm not, I probably won't hit you or do the, the clicker. Well, I, you, you just go like. I like lose. Go like this. <laughs> I lose. Uh, I lose sight of what I was supposed to be doing pretty quickly. I have a slow, slow attention span. Slow, right. A slow robot attention span. Yeah. <coughs> so that's that thing. If you like what I'm doing, uh, you can also catch me on Radio St. Pete. I have a little show called The Indie Circuit, where I talk a little bit less, play a lot more music. Seems to be getting some legs. People like it. Um, it's not a cripple now. It's getting legs. Yes, exactly. Robot legs. Robot. Slow robot legs. Whatever. So hopefully they get a, a better processor and become fast robot legs. Whatever it takes. Um, yeah, so that's fun. So check out uh, Radio St. Pete. It's a really cool place. There's a lot of awesome stuff and uh, lots of stuff for our area, too. Um, that would be St. Pete area. Uh, what else do I got? You mean St. Petersburg uh, in uh, in Russia? Yes, Mother Russia. Mother Russia. Okay, so and that's all for my shtick. What do you got going on? Well, no, Dr. you've Marcus? got the you've got the hub of entertainment. I talked about that. I just Did said, you talk about I two d- dimension? I just said go to a bunch of dorks and listen to the many podcasts. I didn't uh, really. I'm gonna go with a lighter version. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll, but I'll, you, you do the hard sell. I'll okay. do the hard sell. And who yeah. are who's with me? <laughs> hey, it's Doctor Morbius. How the hell are you, Miami or St. Petersburg or whatever the hell you are, or the Philippines? <laughs> We love you over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you with the bazooka crew? Isn't it wacky? Out there? <laughs> no, okay. No. Anyway, hey, you know, I watched um, a little bit of uh, on Epic's drive-in um, Death Race 2000. The original? Yeah. And Loved then it. and then afterwards, I think they played Rock and Roll High School, and it was a Don Steele oh, double feature. I love Don Steele. Hey, a, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's awesome. Right when he comes over with that stick mic and that trench coat, he's like, hey, hey, hey. He is like the the king of the generic DJ, but he was probably he's pretty great. Anyway, Two Dimension Comic Book Podcast, Comic Book Podcast with No Direction, where I, Don, the king, 
Dallas and Rook, who takes pawn, I hear, will talk about <laughs> comics and a comic book type <coughs> things. And coughs. And no yes. coughs. That's my, that's my shtick. And then there's my blog, Destination Nightmare, where lately I've been on a gory comic book kick. Ooh. So I'm looking, I'm finding old comic books from the 70s that are kind of gory and goofy and B-movie, grindhousey, and I've been moving them on, and it's been doing better. Nice. So that, that, the kids like that. Kind of well, hopefully that'll generate traffic for our other thing, which is right down that alley. It's, that's a creature feature, and, it's, and there's a button for the creature feature. Oh, on, that's uh, awesome! Nightmare, which takes you to the Facebook page of greatness. That's awesome. We're getting some. We're getting like people are signing on. It's yeah. growing, you know. I, t- I told my uh, comic book friend, and he likes us, and he uh, oh, he's he, nice. he's he's got. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, well, first of all, get on the trolley. But second of all, we're uh, we are launching a video project where we're going to become creature features. Uh, hosts, creature hosts, creature feature hosts, and creatures, uh, creatures of the night, so to speak. Like kiss. So we have a pretty good concept. Uh, we're wrapping up video production of the first one, and then hopefully, once we get that all buttoned up, we will be like probably uh, hopefully weekly or cranking bi-weekly, them out, cranking them out, sitting there. And then, and what happens with these kind of things is uh, I've been through them a couple of times. The first one is difficult and bumpy, and you, you're trying to find your way. And then the second one's a little easier. Then the third one's a little easier. Then you hit your stride, and you just start banging them out. Like, well, that's you. With me, it's usually the first one is really good, and then it just the quality just dies down. So well, hopefully we uh, reverse that. So hopefully you catch us right at those intersecting lines. Yeah, like, yeah. The, if you're watching, you're like, up oh, there it is. That's the one show that was really great, and now it's gonna one's gonna be going up, mm-hmm. one's gonna be going down. It'll be craziness. Right. right. So check that out on Facebook. It's called Creature Feature with Doc and Clown. Doc being Dr. Morbius, Clown being my other alter ego, 12-step the world's angriest clown. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that's that thing. So what have you watched this week, Dr. Morbius? What have I watched? Well, last week... Enough I, of the hard sell. Let's talk about... Let's talk about... Hard lemonade. The stuff. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, a couple of things last week. We didn't talk about them, but I can talk about them now. Sure. No statute of limitations on that. Or a statue of limitations either. <laughs> um, I watched a documentary on uh, on Netflix. Well, it's a, it's a series. It was for PBS because obviously you were talking oh, about dude. how they bought up all these PBS Oh, my God. There's tons of them now. Now, there's a really good PBS series called Pioneers of Television. I don't think that's on there. Is there on Netflix? I didn't see it, but that doesn't That's mean a it really isn't. good one. I watched some of those on PBS. Pioneers of Television. What's that about? It's about, like, the all Lucy the kids' shows, all, all, the, all the comedy shows, <clears throat> all the, the nighttime talk shows, like Johnny Carson. It's really good because they go in-depth, and it's the same narrator guy. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever his name is. But at any rate... I watched a couple episodes of something called Superheroes, the the never-ending battle, and it's basically the history of comic books, the superhero comic books, a little bit of the uh, other genres, but it was was pretty good. It was pretty good. I mean, I just dealt with the Golden Age and the Silver Age, which was the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and a little bit of the 70s, but, you know, as I keep going, it'll probably go all the way up to the 2000s, I would imagine. I don't know what... Here it's from, but it's a good documentary. There's a lot of people, comic book guys interviewed. It was it's a few years old, so a lot of those guys unfortunately have passed away. But yeah. it's definitely worth seeing, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, get a nice little comic book education. That's for, cool. Yeah. For yeah, if you need. Well, one. Well, like uh, we talked about, they're, they're, documentaries are just kind of like the quick way to get up to speed on something. You yeah. Know, if you really get into it, you, you, you can drill down it, further, yeah. and you yeah. get you start reading and learning more. But you know, documentaries are like a one and a half hour trip. This is what it is. 
there you go. You know. I mean, if if you get interested, you can go. Basically, you can go online and find out more. And then, if you're really like Gonzo, then you know, go look for yeah. a book or something. And, exactly. And then, if you're really out of your mind, go out and try to do a, a movie or a show <laughs> or something. But you got to be really crazy to want to do that kind of stuff. Yes, as, you. As do. we know. Yes, you do. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. That's one thing. That, that, what else did you watch? All right. I watched a movie, which I don't know why I caught myself watching it, but it was weird. I was working on the computer, and it was on, again, Epic's Drive-In, which is an okay station. They play cool movies, but they play them late at night, and during the day, they play something, barely a drive-in movie, but I guess eh. whatever. Whatever they it's can get old. their hands on. That's it's like old, yeah. any, for the most part, 80s or, or whatever. Anyway, so I'm hearing this, like, kind of like jazzy Tom Waits music and I'm looking and it's a movie and I'm going like oh what movie is this it's got Terry Garr in it and Frederick Forsen it's called One from the Heart and it's like a it's the movie that Coppola did after Apocalypse Now and it's huh. and it's kind of it's like a musical uh, drama romance thing and wow. it was and it was shot on his the big the deal deal about it was and I read a little bit of it it was shot on his studio Zotrope and back in 1982, the movie cost 27 million, which was like a big, That's big, a lot of money. A lot of money, and it was a big, big flop too. It almost killed the studio, and a couple of directors were complaining that the fact that this movie went over budget so much killed other projects that Coppola oh. was going to be doing. After this movie, he made Rumblefish and The Outsiders, which are good movies. Yeah. You know, not bad. Waits is in one of them, and. They're okay, but this was like his studio of, let me show you what I can do. And this movie is set bound, but it's beautifully set bound. It's like an old, it's almost like an old 40s movie, but the colors are really not, the colors resemble like good versions of our movie du jour today. Like if our movie du jour uh. was 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 art directed and, 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 and you know, lit, lit by a really good art directors, it would have had the similar style to it. But this is... This movie is okay. It's watchable. I watched the whole thing. I mean, the the, yeah. the actors are good. Raul Julia, uh, Nastasia Kinski, early Nastasia Kinski. Um, again, not my kind of movie, but I watched it. It, it was beautiful to look at. It was kind mm-hmm. of like, it was kind of a dreamlike movie in a way because of all the oh, sets. And I know all you're that. talking about like, yeah, like a little bit trippified. Or it was a li- it was it wasn't trippified in a sense like. The trip or the, yeah. the, the well, no 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 but I mean psychedelic like, <clears throat> but yeah. it wasn't grounded it was reality but a fake reality which gives it like a strange feel maybe a, not I, the the word druggy is not anything to do with this movie but it has the colors are interesting so it was it was good for the it was nice for the eyes the story no big deal yeah. the direction okay but again yeah what are you uh, whatever I saw it. I, and what was the name of it? One from the heart. From One from 82. the heart. Okay. It, it's okay. It, it's watchable. Anyway, okay. that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, my I had a really super light week this week. Um, I don't know. I just sometimes I can't get to it, but I want to. But I just can't. What, well, what happened was I, I've made the conscious decision to like, go to sleep earlier and then wake up earlier. Yeah, I got. You. So I'm trying to adjust my time like from midnight to eight or whatever like that. And I was like two to ten. Yeah. And uh, it's hit me harder than I thought. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I do stuff in the morning. I wake up and I go to the gym and I do stuff. But I'm like, oh, my God. Like, the older you get, the harder that kind of little adjustment hits you. You know what I mean? Like, but whatever. So, anyway, I watched one. It was a documentary called Following Sean. This is a very strange documentary. I don't know why I clicked on watching it. But then I, 
I kept watching it. It was um, it was about uh the uh, hate Ashbury oh, in uh in uh, in uh, San, Francisco. San Francisco. What what the whole story was was this guy was a film student out there in the sixties. He um, and he was living in some flop house. You know how it's like the fifty dollars a month uh, apartments, and there's there was a bunch of them. And the top above him lived uh, an open a family that moved into this this house and left it like it was like an open house where anyone could come and go. And um. And they th- this family had some kids, and one of the kids was Sean. This at the time he was four or five years old. So f- <clears throat> four or five year old Sean would would just wander around. He'd go out on the streets and run around. Everyone knew him. He, you know, he would go into this guy, this producer's thing, and this producer would film him and like interview him, kind of thing. Like, oh, why don't you wear shoes? And you know, that, that kind of, that kind of stuff, kid stuff. You know, and, th- and there's nothing creepy about this. I mean, he's just. He's a normal guy doing a film. And um, this is for a student project. Well, and then during the course of one of these things, Sean, a four-year-old Sean, says that he's, he eats and smokes pot. Mm. And you're like, huh, okay, that's jarring. So <clears throat> he he uh, submitted this film. It caused a bit of, of a stir because of that part. And, uh, and, it, and he won some awards. He did really well. He left Haight-Ashbury after he met some French woman who became his wife and they and they left you know they just kind of said it was time to go this guy was a very good storyteller and he he the way they edited it down of course they left a lot of strings hanging so it was continually like that rotation of interest like okay then you're, in your brain you're like what happened to sean and he talks about his wife and then he says oh now i'm doing films like so it's a, one of those documentaries that kind of cheap keeps chugging along by leaving cliffhangers that get resolved as the movie goes on. Yeah. So he's a really good editor. But anyway, so then he said, I started to wonder what happened to Sean. Um, that kind of an influence, did the kid become a crackhead? Did he, did he become a Republican? Uh, like, a, you know what I mean? Like a, a Reagan, yuppie kind of Republican. Yeah, 80s, I didn't yeah. mean that like negatively. I meant like that kind of, you know, consumer yeah, straight. driven. Yeah. yeah, did he go straight? Or he what what, was, what or was his deal? You know, so yeah. this movie documentary is about going back and finding him and finding what happened to his parents and finding what happened to blah 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 lots of hippie stuff lots of his old footage intercut with this newer stuff long story short the guy is just a normal guy he um you know he's an electrician he graduated as a he graduated from a very good school i can't remember i want to say yale but i don't even know with like a a pre-law degree and stuff like that like so he's just a normal guy has a kid you know, the parents split up because it was an open relationship. Like, mm. that never works for shit. And the, the dad is, like, uber hippie, where uh. he doesn't even believe in possessions. He doesn't, you know, <laughs> like that kind of crap, where you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. look, bro, you need a car. The car's, like, weigh you down, man. You're like, we're done here, you know, like that kind of level. Um, mm. It was interesting, though, because it was nice to see that he wasn't a junkie or dead or whatever, like, which is what you assume. Um, You know, I don't know. It was more about just real life things but it was it was watchable it was good you could tell the guy probably did a had a very decent career making this kind of stuff because he was really good at it you know the guy was lucky that he turned out okay yeah 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 yeah. because he could have said oh well sean's dead now no movie you know Mm. all right and then the second one i watched now this one was one of the most mishandled documentaries (laughs) that i've ever 
experienced in my life. If it wasn't for the subject matter, I would have turned it off after 10 minutes and said, you, sir, are a horrible human. It's called The Tales Tales of the Rat Fink. Now... Oh, the uh, Ed Roth? Ed Big Daddy Roth. Um, you were talking about that. Well, I really dig... Um, I really am starting to become kind of a motorhead guy. Lemmy. Lemmy, yes. And uh, so, uh, But no... I'm starting to really get into the car culture. Um, starting to really ramp up towards the hot rod I'm saving towards, and I'm got I'm getting like the fever, like you know, kind of. And Ed Roth has always been one of my idols, for, you know, because he's so cool. He made such crazy stuff. He really shook the mold up, you know. Um, and with all that material out there, this this Tales of Ratfink documentary was just. It was painful to get through. It. John Goodman voiced uh, a Ratfink, or you know, an Ed Roth from the grave, mm. which okay, that's cool. Like it had, this had all these people in it, had all these famous things. But what he would do is he would the cars like they would show some kind of a hot rod, not even Ed Roth's hot rod, just like a a typical '57 Chevy, uh, you know, '32 Ford, and the, the the headlights would blink and and the person would talk. Like and they would the the car would talk That's about like in the movie Cars right the cartoon or yeah something. but but the car would talk about people like I remember when Biff Burgers was, was filled yes. and it just sucked and I'm like with all that shit Ed Roth did everything his whole life this is what we get like <laughs> talk about his cars and what he went through and the end of his life and we'll all be happy nope and then well and Margaret was one of the cars which you would have enjoyed but yeah I would have enjoyed that but you you know it, it, I was disheartened. Like I was, it, it was so, like ah, oh, use. You were looking forward to it, and you were. Just I wanted very to use a, a learning yeah. experience as well as a celebration of life. You know how they usually are. Like, you know, you watch an Elvis documentary, and they show some bad, they show a lot of good, they show lots of home video of him being a goofball, and yay! And in the end, he changed the whole world, and that's what Ed Roth did. There was lots of bad, lots of good, and yay! He did a lot of cool stuff. Nope. You know, you're like, you know, well, whatever. It seems like they, it seems like they, they spent money on it because if they got, you know, Anne Margaret and John Goodman, serious. People. No, and that's the list goes on. Like the wow. people that were reading were serious people, and I'm just I'll have like, to watch that. And you won't. It's, it's. I won't get it, through it. No, no, it's a disc. I, well, first, oh, first oh, of all, it's a, a disc, disc uh, and second of all, no, yeah, I don't think. Oh, you remember you got to loan me that disc. Oh yeah, yeah. Next week we're gonna have a, we're taking a. Bit of a departure from the usual, which yeah, is like doing, what I like to do. We're doing a musical next week. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. Kind of a musical. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, but I, whatever. I, I, I like those dopey movies. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to a trailer break, and we, that's all I watched this week. So we'll, we'll go to a trailer break, and then when we come back, we'll on to our top ten list of things that are stuff. Yes. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? From H.G. Wells, history's most credible prophet, now comes his most incredible story, Empire of the Ants, a terrifying tale of civilization fighting for survival against armies of giant ants ten feet tall who control the human population by drugging them into submission. H.G. Wells, Empire of the Ants, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. They shall inherit the earth sooner than you think. Once this picture sinks its fangs into you, you will never be the same. Don't say it. Hiss it. 
plus another spine-chilling hit, The Boy Who Cried Werewolf, rated PG. Oh, and remember, next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. We're over that, and we're over. And the yeah. boy who cried werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> and the Empire of the Ants. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. Well, Empire it's the, not well, a great movie. Empire of the Ants just kind of gets to me a little bit. Does it really? We'll uh, have to watch that. We'll have to do that one day. Is that with Joan Collins? Yeah, yeah I think yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. We'll have to no, watch that. Well, no, that. because, uh, like... I I don't really like those gigantic bug like oh. them or or the day of the, the the end of the world. Yeah, no, them and uh, the beginning of the, the end. The beginning of the end. The only reason I like that one is cuz the MSC did a treatment on it. Oh, so you don't like the big bugs. Well, I mean, it's not like I sit up at night with nightmares. I just like that that's not a genre that I go, "Oh, this is cool," you know, like, <laughs> "Oh, the one I like is the giant Gila monster for various yeah, reasons because yeah. it has the hot rods and it's so hokey and, and stupid. And those great songs. You sing whenever I sing, whenever sing I the sing. Children sing. Oh, what that girl? I saved up. Daddy saved, or you you saved up for a new leg crutch for me. <laughs> oh my God! I, I, in the hokum level is, yeah. is off the charts. It's hokum times ten. When when uh, when Mr. Jow when Joust and I. Went up to Pennsylvania in 2008 to the horror Monster Bash. Let's sing whatever I sing there. That guy that yep, he oh was there. God. Oh, now it's killing me. Don. I get. I don't forget what his last name was. It was Don oh. Sullivan. Yep. Don Sullivan. Don he Sullivan. was there. He's an, he's an old man, but he was, was he playing like an acoustic guitar. No, 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 whatever no. I sing, whatever I sing. No, but he talked for a while, and he was he was he quit the business a few years after, and. He got into the perfume business, and I guess he made a lot of money, so he's doing fine. But yeah, Don Sullivan. Yeah, you know, that's still. one of those things where I always go, man, I gotta find something like that, where you just you just start, you you find some weird thing that you're like, oh, I I sell the hinges that keep yeah, the, me and you, keep, yeah. keep a door open on a car, and you're like, oh, I'm the distributor in the Northeast for that those hinges, so I'm a millionaire, and you're like, yeah, uh, yeah, Morbius Enterprises <laughs> is trying to. Developed a, a electronic booger picker, so you don't have to stick your finger. Well, my up your my, nose, my newest but. venture is is getting close. It's very close. I uh, just need a few things. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, because yeah, then I got to start going. But anyway, yeah. that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about other things. So, what's our top ten list this week? What is it like? It's like the 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 stupidest things that really yeah. bug us. No, annoying uh, little things. Ten, top ten stupid things that bug us. Yes. All right. I came up with that one. Yeah. I probably could have come up with more, but we'll you, you want to go or should I go? You go first All this right. time. I'll go first. And some of these are kind of borderline on like. I don't know. There's no delicate way to put a few of these, and I'm but I'm saying them. I don't I care. I mean, n- nuclear war isn't one of them, right? No, I'm f- I'm pro nuclear okay. war. Okay. Okay. Uh, my top ten stupid things that bug us: groups of people that constantly change what we're supposed to call them. Oh I. yeah. E. I uh, know. African American, oh, yeah. black. Look, I don't mean any disrespect. Choose one and go with it, bro. I don't I don't care what one. I'm supposed to call you. That's a good one. And like, you can call me whitey or whatever you want to call me. I don't care, but. And I'm not even just that. There's other groups that do that, like, oh, Native American, and oh, no, no, Indian. Like, stop yeah. it. Just stop it. Stop. Pick one. That's what it is. That's the end. You know. And, and, but just so, call me dude. Yeah, just dude or bro. Just, hey, bro. No, I'm not gonna do that. Ah, next one is really sticks under my card. And this is gonna. As I'm reading these, I'm like. I'm not how this makes me out to be. It's gonna start sounding like I'm yeah, like I'm a, like I'm a cranky. racist or whatever. No, no, because the next one, Washington Redskins defamation Whoa. debate. Oh, you know what? 
just shut the hell up. Well, no, if they take away that one, they got to take away. Well, I, I told my friend the, the that, Wahoo, the the, the Indians. Well, yeah, know? the the Florida Seminoles. Hey, you know what happens? There's a few others too. Like you know what happens when all those go away, you go away. Exactly. So you might want to just hang your hat on that, having still having some proud examples of your your nation or whatever you want to call it. I didn't even say race, but I don't know what. Is that right? Like, yeah, or, no, no, your culture, your nationality. Culture, That's yeah, I, I didn't. I knew that wasn't right, but so you know what? Soon they're gonna go away, and you're gonna you're gonna sue it right off the sides of the helmets, and then no one's gonna ever care about your heritage again. And as sad as that sounds, you're gonna be like, that will never happen. Want to bet? Keep going. Well, I was telling I was telling <laughs> I was telling a friend of mine, and in, 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 in order to be more politically correct, not only are the football teams, but the term. Of a ticket scalper. Hey, that's uh-huh. offensive, dude. You gotta, you know, ticket murderer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know the guys that sell you the tickets for more money afterwards. They should just call it ticket pimp. You yeah, know, like a ticket pimp. That, there you go. That, the, the pimp community might might I, get mad over that. I think you don't want to mess with the uh, pimp community. I think to represent the wonderful government we have, I said that we should call them the Washington Quagmires, and that'd be <laughs> the end of it. And it would just be a. A, a picture of a swamp on the well, side of the... And that's another thing that I just wanted to... I just <laughs> talked about that. That's a funny thing. Everybody is now a community. We're the, we're the guitar community or we're the Gumby community. You know or, what? We're or not we're that. the loose-leaf loose notebook community. You know, everybody's a community Well, the now. important thing is once you become a community, make sure you get a, a bumper sticker that says, you know, it's a guitar community thing. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, yeah, right. I'll punch you in your throat. Anyway. <laughs> Just, well, I wouldn't understand. Oh, yeah, I don't understand you drive a Jeep. Cool, bro. Yeah, right. All right. Now, now, next thing is um, uh, when the media latches onto and props up one person, like they yep. choose one guy mm-hmm. to be their poster boy, that's it. Yep. If Tiger Woods doesn't place in a thing, you can forget about learning about golf that week. They just and you don't understand why because there's there's very there's a lot of good people, you know the NFL does this ESPN or the NFL they choose like one poster boy and God usually help on, you usually on the cover of Madden yeah well, that's what I mean like and and that's like it everything is said good about him, uh, Favre was one, uh, Michael Vick was one and boy they really had to eat crow with that one and then they, then when he came back they were like see second chances are possible they they just kept going they're like it's possible no it's not. All right, next. Uh, prices keep going up. Salaries are the same or actually lower than they were mm-hmm. back in the day. But people keep saying, oh, but people didn't make as much back then. Bullshit. They made as much or more in a lot of cases. So you know what? You're being hoodwinked. Stop saying it. Do your research. We are making less money and we're paying more for everything. You are correct, sir. <laughs> but people always go, ah, well, they didn't make as much back then. I know they did. They made more. I was there. In the 70s, people, the hourly wages were more. And you're like, oh, what? Now, it, was, it was more. It was, everything was more affordable. Like, okay, I'll give you the comic book. Comic book in the 70s was like 15 or 25 cents. Yeah. Okay, now it's like $4. <laughs> no, well, everything. Like, Minimum te- wage now is seven fifty. Yeah. Back then it was like maybe like 2 50 or 3 bucks or whatever. But, but average wages. Yeah, average wages were were as much or more. We have been we're we're stagnated for the last forty or 50, thirty or forty years, and everything else is just astronomically climbing. It's like what? I, I mean, I'm going to disagree. We are making more, but I think what's happened is what the cost is going up. 
more than what we're actually exponentially. making exponentially. Yeah. yeah, that's the word. That's a big word, sir. But you know what? Those salaries didn't. No. The sa- well, a salary guy. No, no. Seriously. Really. Look at the charts. Really. Now that's the other thing, though. Statistics and charts are made to lie. So if you look at them, it depends on which one you're looking at. Like, don't we know that? <laughs> okay, enough of that. All right. Um, the next one on my list is ad campaigns that try really hard to make something cool and hip. Uh, Good one. Like you know what I mean? And Good you're like, one. oh, dude, you're just drinking Coke. Try new extreme Mountain Dew, bro. That's like hip and cool. You're an old man, you know, like. Yeah, you're just drinking Coke. Why aren't you drinking our our new butt cheese yeah. soda pop? I'm yep. like, well, and you're like, a reason why. And they just, they try to be so cool. And you're like, okay, thanks, Mark. Thanks, consumerism. All right, the next, uh, uh, the fact that auto mechanics, veterinarians, and doctors are basically running the world's biggest Ponzi scheme. Uh, like, you're not, you're not escaping there without paying them a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Mostly all of your savings. <laughs> you're done. You're done. If you go with a sick cat, you're done. <laughs> you might as well sign your checks over for the next month and a half. They're gonna be like, oh, bring him back. Yeah. Bring him back. Oh one yeah. More time. And, and he needs an IV drip, and you're like, look, this cat is dying. You know, just give me some medical marijuana for it, so <laughs> yeah, we can right. like, like be happy the last couple hours. So we of can a both be sad happy. <laughs> life. You know, and, and but you're just and you're sitting there yeah. and you're you're just rung up. you're rung up. Sad. They they just they're vultures. You know. Sad. That's why I learned to fix my car myself, because they they're, they're, they don't do a good job, they don't care, oh. and they charge you so much, and then they're like, oh, while we're in there, we replaced your engine and interior and, and that's why paint you, job. And that's you why know. You, you, you took out your own gallbladder and sewed yourself back up. Yeah, you learned how to do and it I've been fine. Yes. I just have a, ca- a, a, a soda can with two straws in it, and then Whatever it works. works. Yep, there you go. All right. Uh, I, I, I hate things that hipsters like ironically. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason you'd like that. But they think, it's, it's so funny, dude. Uh, I like cassette players. Uh, you're like, good one. yeah. Good one. Good job, hipsters. You're cool. PBR, man. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Because that's the worst beer in the world. Uh, I've, drunk, just, I've had worse, but that's amongst the worst. Yeah, ham. I didn't know that was there's still a, being made. Oh, it, yeah, because hipsters like it now. So, it, oh, PBR, dude. And they have their... Uh, no, I, I remember back in the fabulous 70s, which were somewhat fabulous, but <laughs> mostly not. <laughs> going to, we'll go with my friend into a farm store. Do you remember what farm stores were? The little, you, it was like you drove in and you got your pro, your, you drove in and you got like dairy products, like you got milk and ice cream and cheese. You never went to a, a, a farm stores? Oh, no, no. Well, like, you mean at the, the dairy? No, no, no. It was oh. like a little store and you drove your car in and there was a guy that walked out and he said, well, what would you like? I go, I'll have some ice cream and bread and milk and he would just grab it for you and, you know, charge you whatever it was, hand it to you, pay him and you didn't have to get out we of your car. Drive, we had a drive through beer distributor like that. See, in Pennsylvania, the, um, okay. the booze laws in Pennsylvania are very odd. You have to go to state-run liquor stores and, 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 uh, and, and, and and you needed like a very there was only one beer distributor and like, no Sunday beer right no, no Sunday beer. yeah so the, it was really w- big with the Jeebus and so then you move down here and you're like yay <laughs> you know this is like party town to me so, no no but here they shut down at somewhere in the middle of the night I think in Miami it's like never yeah. it's forever drunk <laughs> yeah no but um, farm stores sold beer okay and then I remember us one time going through there and like 
go to the guy, what beer do you got? Go, oh, you got this and this and how much is that? So we got the cheapest beer they had. It was called Wiedemann's. Uh-huh. It was like, I think it was like $2 for a six-pack. And uh, Dude, we, when we were teenagers, yes. we lived on uh, Black Label. Black Label. Black Label was two. What was it? Six ninety eight for a case. You know. Do they still have Schlitz? They had Schlitz, but do they still have it now? I don't know. What about Ballantine? All those. Ballantine's days. gone. Black Label's gone. I would actually try a uh, Black Label because we were we were poor, so we didn't have any money. So we bought Black Label. And we used to call it Bud Labels to make ourselves feel better. You know, I mean, like that was like our joke. Do, do they still make uh, MD Twenty Twenty and Yeah, Moke and David Twenty Twenty, Boone's Farm Strawberry. Mm-hmm. They yep. still make that. Sh- yep. And they, oh, it. we used to drink a lot of um, M- uh, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty, uh, and then sometimes we would uh, change it up with this stuff called Night Train. Night Train. <laughs> nice. You guys were experimental <coughs> lads. We were bad. Okay. Then what's next? Um. Uh. Oh, people that sound off with incredible rage about a subject they have no control over on social media, um, <clears throat> to the point where they almost seem obsessive or insane. Like, you go on 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 Facebook, which I'm there quite often, and these just these rants about the president or about taxes, and and they just go off the charts, and you're like, look, you know. At least sound insane when you're young. Yeah, you're, right. Like they they start like right, and you're like you want you want people that you associate with and fr- and your parents and stuff to see you sounding like a freaking crazy person on the corner of a of hate Nashbury. You know what I mean? Like you're like okay. No, no. The, the problem is is like there's there's a you know you can you can express your you know uh, disagreement, but when you become when you start getting over you when you go over the top, people just won't take you serious. No. You sound insane. Like, I'm like, well, I'm not going to listen to an insane person. Yeah. And you know what? For everyone that hates Obama, there's that many people that love Obama. For everyone that, hate, that hates Bush, there's that many people that love Bush. Like, I think more people just, are starting to not like Obama these days. Well, though, but. hipsters ironically <laughs> hate him, you know, but yeah. No, no but the, 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 no, but the thing is, too, the other thing about Facebook is that's happening. It's happening to a friend of mine because I, you know, I, even though we're, we're I, even though we're in the dark portal of hell that is Facebook, we're not. Act, I'm not actually personally in the dark portal of hell that is Facebook. But I, a friend of mine will just go off topic and just say something like he considers to be like some stupid joke, and all the time he's getting people calling him a racist. <laughs> like he made like he made, he was talking about mm-hmm. Kim Jong Il saying what a jerk he was. And he, he made, like, some kind of a stupid aside, not even a joke, an aside to, like, laundry. And he got called, wow. like, a racist by, like, ten people jumped on him and stuff. And yeah. he just, like, went off the deep end. So you can't even say anything, st- you know, stupid, you know. You can't even be stupid anymore. Right. A lot of times people think I'm serious about stuff. And I'm like, look, the last thing I'm going to be is serious on any on any topic to anyone but myself. Like, I internalize stuff and I work through stuff and I have my own very strong beliefs. You'll never hear them. You'll my, never my, see them. I don't... My opinion these days, know. and this is pretty controversial, is that, like, I think, you know, whoever, you know, the the PC police wants to eliminate hate, but only for the things that... <laughs> yeah. For the things that they <laughs> agree with. You can hate things that they don't like, but yeah, oh, as long yeah. as, you know, it's like, what don't I... what. What can I hate? The things yeah. that What's you that don't called? hate? Or that's, that's a term for that. Oh, a dictator. That's right. Yeah. All right. So next one. Made up bullshit events that like everyone has to celebrate every year. Like, oh. oh you mean this, New Year's? No, no. Not the tried and true ones. Like, oh, oh like, oh, 
flippantly now it's it's Secretary's Day or oh, oh. Hey, hey, hey this week is Black History Month. Says who? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, screw you. Every day can be everything. Just leave me alone. I don't need a parade or nothing like that. Like and you, ev- you just want the you just want the, the every, old the Thanksgiving, New Year's, everyone Christmas. Everyone wants their day now and their yeah. week, and it's National Celebrate Days. And Slow Robot like, Day. Yes, it's coming up soon. We, we want we want a stamp also, at least two stamps. Why not? For the creature feature, we want two stamps. Exactly. Yeah. One on your forehead and one on your, under your foot. Yeah. All right. And then finally, models and fashion shows. I don't understand anything about that at all. I but like models, but like, not, like but not fashion shows because models are usually good-looking women. They're not. They're weird-looking gazelle things that are like look like aliens. They weigh like ten pounds and they're not the ones that I'm looking at. <laughs> they're that's gross. a whole different story. <laughs> you know, Betty Page was a model I could get yeah, on board yeah, with. Yeah. Now they look like they're all heroin junkies. Like they're like, look, if I want to see something creepy like that walking towards me, I'll go to the down to the courthouse. Well, no, yeah, you know? oh, you go to Diamond Doll. <laughs> all right, that's my list of hatred. Wow. Now, sorry. Wow, and if I've offended you, take it easy. This is a this is a movie review show. We have no my, mine is now. a lot more benign. <laughs> good, good. The mood needs to lighten up. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, I went a little bit off the deep end. Mine is a lot more. I'm benign. gonna go on social media and start. <laughs> <laughs> just go on social media and go like the government man it's yeah. like a, you know the imperial presidency so man <laughs> anyway well anyway we'll just leave it at that <laughs> like, we're done here we're done now let's not go there any further okay my like annoying things that bother me but they're less lot, a lot your, more your benign than like, yours your is a lot more fun than mine it really is I, I, I almost seem like I'm not deep now because they're all just like <laughs> I hate when there's an extra pickle on my hamburger. Yeah, like, oh, it's like, well, yeah. I, I kind of don't like infomercials, <laughs> but I don't. You know why I don't hate why I hate infomercials? Because infomercials killed late night TV. Oh, late they night did, TV they could make money off it. it yes, late night TV used to be all these bad, great, boring, awesome, stupid. You name it, B-movies that we talk about on this show, yeah, and they're all gone because now we can do like boner pill commercials all night long. And it's, or, there's no production from their standpoint. No, and, and they, they, drop get, they get paid they get to paid play them. They get paid a lot of money to play them. Yeah, or, or like weird devices like the you know the, the thigh master, which is kind of dirty. Shop. Remember that one that yeah. night came out and ShamWow and... Yeah, ShamWow Billy and all Mays. that crap. Yeah, I mean, I, I, really, I despise infomercials. Whatever. All right, my second one. Waiting in line for a little while, anyway, at a fast food restaurant. You know, the name is fast food, but every once in a while, you know, there's either somebody there that doesn't know something, or almost always, because the turnover must be immense. Yeah, it must be immense, and you're sitting there for like ten minutes waiting for. My my favorite was one time I went to this one burger joint. Oh, no, all I ordered was the simple, simplest thing you can you can imagine, like a hamburger, fries, and a soda. Yeah, yeah. They made me wait, and I'm looking in line, and I'm seeing people like in vans with like a carload of kids, <laughs> and they're like bypassing me. This is the drive-through. They make you they make you go in like a little like, area. Yeah, you're like in the timeout area now. In the timeout area, and everybody's passing. You go, why is everybody passing me? All I wanted was a hamburger, mm-hmm. fries, and a coke. Yeah, fast food restaurants, yeah. whatever. Boy. And- Sometimes you walk in there and you're ready to order. I don't and ever. You, and you see the mayhem and you're like, 
do we cut do we do we cut our losses now or do we do we do we try it you know what i mean because you can just see the insanity and yeah. every no one knows what the hell's going on and just shit's on fire and there's really like ah, help me i don't know what a register is like what's a dollar and you're like oh my god now every once in a while when a fast food restaurant messes up my order they will give me like a ice cream for free so i don't yeah. mind that Thanks, Wendy's. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks. Free plug. And, uh, okay, uh, reality TV, another one of my oh, pet peeves. It was, man. okay, it was good for a while. At the very beginning, it was a good little gimmick. But just like infomercials, it's been 30 years now. Can you please go away? No. Not going away, dude. Never. Not going away. They, they'll catch you, though. They'll get you for a little while. Uh. But then after season three or four, you, like, want to shoot yourself in somewhere. Because yeah, it's not even the same anymore. No. Like they just keep morphing it and then they just keep trying to shove stuff down your throat. Yeah. All right. No. Uh, member cards. Yes, that's right. <sighs> when you go to a store and they go, well, why don't you join? You'll get a 5% discount or you'll get like, when specifically in Walgreens, if you don't join their their club of death, they'll like, you pay like twice as much for everything. So you really, <laughs> finally had some girl will convince me, you know, and I, and I did it really quickly. And then mm. now I get like good deals, but it's like, I don't want you. Mm. I don't want to give you my information. Just it's the demographic. It's all for, to gather demographics to better, to better like move their market along. Yeah. You know, one of the things that cracks me up about Walgreens is like, I used to look at the, the Sunday paper. Like I used to look at their, their ads, but you know, the joke is it's, like they're like, oh look at this, you know, sodas, you know, Coca Cola is only whatever, it's half price. Mm. When you get there, it's half price because you didn't read the fine print. It's the seven ounce ones. Like everything there is like miniaturized. Do you know what I mean? Like so you go, oh, I'd like this thing. Oh, you took, you ripped me off. Now Walgreens defense, if you join, and I'm just using them as an example because there's a bunch of other ones too. If you do join, Everyone, you get you get good them. deals. Yeah. So I'm not gonna rip on them. I'm just saying I don't. I don't just give me the sale. I don't want to join. No. I don't want to be part of your club. Nope. You're done. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 the scourge of humanity that is a telemarketer, that a lot of times oh. it's just some scumbag that's just trying to get your information to steal your identity. I mean, they call up, all, they got on my cell phone now, so now I'm getting cell phone. Now I'm getting texts from telemarketers. Not only that, oh but this, this is a combination of, te- there, there's, a, there's a really bad version of telemarketer, and it's the telemarketer, which isn't really a telemarketer, but there's a bunch of scumbags that are now when you're applying for when you're going online and applying for work they get your resume now and they're trying to scam you into like doing working for like telemarketing jobs or they call oh. you from all parts of the world so the scum that is telemarketer or their or their brethren now are getting are hooking up to your resume online and getting your information and calling you and do so it's really like it's relentless a, it's rela- it's an insidious evil <laughs> you know cesspool of hate i used to shit. Unde- i just left my phone like unplugged at my house hmm. until that do not call list then i got on that and that worked pretty much not not completely but you know and it was just like the second you plugged it in it was ringing and it was just some idiot trying to sell you something like uh-huh. i just did one of those digital um answering machines you know, like you know, like the message things, and I and I never plugged the phone in. I still have a phone now. I have I've I've never plugged my phone in for ten years because of how bad it got. I was like, Here, and and, and I don't think you can block them on your cell. You I can block think. you can block them on a landline if you have one, but you can't block God, them on your cell. That's crazy. All right, okay. Here's the, here's one that I'll I'm, I'll basically everybody has one, and we talked about this before. Where 
warranties at oh the heart the retail hard stores oh, the warranty but specifically you know bb and uh everything that you buy i mean they want you to buy a warranty for like a battery you're like yeah. okay yeah these are rayovac or whatever batteries yeah you want a warranty for that in case they don't last the 30 days or supposed no. and i go bite me yeah and you you Game, were mentioning gamestop i cringe going into gamestop <laughs> like the the hard sell for their stuff is 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 almost like as a consumer it's overwhelming like i go in and i just want to buy this stupid ass game Oh, are you part of our reward store? No, I'm not. Oh, did, hey, did you want to? Did you want the book for that? Hey, did you want me to? Do you want to reserve a copy of this next game coming out in a month? I'm like, oh my god, give me this goddamn game and stop talking to me, Register Monkey. Yeah. Just <laughs> shut up, take my money, and let me get out of here, <laughs> you horrible little beast. You're like, and you know they don't want to. They have to. Like their manager yeah, freezing down their throat, going, "Did you hard sell the the yeah, the next yeah. Call of Duty?" Just, they got a gun to their head. Yeah, he's like, no. So he he yelled at me and said, take my money and leave me alone. So I did. You know, the warranties get the old people. Oh, God. they 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 play they pay. You know, the, the warranty people and and the freaking TV people that they got such a freaking grip on. Oh, because old people <coughs> a lot of times are, are scared. Well, they're and they prey on you, they're man. Trusting. And no. they're trusting and they're scared and they prey on you and it's really... Luckily, my father is there to protect my mom. You're, you're, yeah. He's the most cynical man in the history Good of the world. <laughs> he's filled with hate too, but now he's a little bit older, so he doesn't exude it as much as he used to. So. He just keeps it in. She's safe. He's, 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 my mom has a shell of protection around him because he, he, he cuts people off before they even start talking. He's like, <laughs> no, go away. And they go, huh, you have a lot of evil in your eyes. I'm going to go away. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, here's another one. Well, everybody, when if when it's when three months have gone by and you want to get an oil change on your car and dun, dun, dun. you go to you know JL or whatever those other places are and you say, hey, change my oil. No, it's not just that. They're gonna find everything in the book that you need. You need a transmission change. Your shocks are a little bit your light. Shocks, yeah. you know. Your you need to get like uh, the radiator change. You need to get like they try to screw you over for so yeah. much money. I just feel like going in there and go just change the oil. Oh, usually it's the air filter too. That's the first one. Your air filter. They always um. Well, the, the, the oil change you're not making any money. The, their job is to try and ring, keep ringing you up for stuff they will make money on. Well, charge you know? will make money off the oil change, but leave everything else alone. I don't want to hear it from you. Nope. They especially get the old people on that. I mean, I've had guys when my car only had like 20,000 miles. Oh, you need to get a new timing chain. It's only got 20,000 miles, and they were already hitting me up. And then I stopped. I stopped going to the place. That's what I'm happened. like, I'm not going to you anymore. You <laughs> were great happens, for a yeah. while. I loved it. You came in, did it, and I was gone. But now you're just like preying on yeah. people so goodbye see you later all right let's see oh yeah okay when you go to like your favorite movie place whatever it is and you see us and you're looking for a movie or whatever and the only place you can find the movie is on like a set of movie which you've got to pay fifty dollars for when you only want one <laughs> movie you're like really you know i've done that a couple times and it's like okay so now i have this movie that i really was looking for but I had to pay thirty bucks, and I've got ten other movies that I have already. That aren't, uh, yeah, just like. Uh, or I have already. I really hate that. Just like, <laughs> I don't know if they do that as much anymore, but I used to see it a lot, and it was kind of annoying. Mm. Or else they stick a movie that you want with movies that don't have anything to do with it, that are completely incongruous to that movie, and you're like, okay, so I <laughs> bought this movie, but I've got all this other crap on here. 
and now I got to pay twenty bucks. I'd rather just pay twenty bucks for one movie and then have all the other crap. I'm pretty sure you. There's no way you can purchase uh, Teen Wolf one without having Teen Wolf uh, two on it. Like, I don't even think that's a, a possible no. anymore. They have it hard coded that it's like you're like no no, you're getting the one that you want to watch and you're gonna get the mistake too. So take them both and be happy. You know? No, I don't. I, I told you I walked out on Teen Wolf one right. Yeah, one of the few good movies for you. I, you know. I just couldn't take it anymore. And the last one will be quick and painless. Get off my lawn, you stupid kids. <laughs> nice. And we're going to go to a trailer break, and then we're going to have exactly eight minutes to talk about our movie du jour. Uh, that's, that's too long. <laughs> it's about six minutes too long. Son, a woman is a lot like um, a refrigerator. They're about six feet tall, 300 pounds. They make ice and... Oh, wait a minute. Actually, a woman is more like a beer. They smell good. They look good. You'd step over your own mother just to get one. But you can't stop at one. You want to drink another woman. So I says, yeah, if you want that money, come and find it. Because I don't know where it is, you baloney. You make me want a wretch. This is Rudy Ray Moore. I'm the human tornado. I chain down thunder and handcuff lightning. I'm so damn strong it's sometimes frightening. The human tornado. I grabbed the star traveling a million miles a minute and slowed it down to the state speed limit. The human tornado. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without a parent or a note from your jailer. The smog monster spewing its poisonous venom over the earth. Only one force dared stand up to its overpowering evil. Godzilla. See Godzilla versus the smog monster. Two monsters battling for the domination of the earth. Godzilla versus the smog monster. An American International Pictures release in color rated G. Godzilla versus the smog monster. The battle for life on earth. You see... We're on a mission from God. All right. And that leaves us ten and a half minutes to talk about our movie of the day. And boy, I I, I made a mistake. You, we, a lot of times we kind of go back and forth. And we like we choose, like one week I'll choose the movie we do. And the next week, week uh, Dr. Morbius will choose the movie. And that we've, we've chosen some mistakes. Yeah, not religiously. Like, like if someone picks two in a row, it doesn't matter. We're not like keeping count. Well, we're not religiously but, or atheistly either. Yeah, yeah exactly. This one... Uh, I'm sitting at work, and Wampa Dude's like, oh, did you hear about this movie? And I'm like, no. And then he described it, and I was like, well, that's what we're doing then, you know, for for the Slow Robot. Because it's an Italian remake of no, it's the... it's not a remake. Oh, I mean, sorry, an Italian... It's a re-release and re-edit. A re-edit of the American version of the original Godzilla. And I was like, well, that's the most wrong I've ever heard in one sentence. Mm. Thinking it'd be funny. I thought wrong. This was a train wreck. This was... This was tedious and horrible to get through. We had the worst quality. <coughs> oh if we got God. it off of YouTube, I guess there's a better quality version. But this was so know. bad that you couldn't actually see the action. You couldn't see hardly anything. And then when Godzilla would actually like you know destroy something with his nuclear breath, the the video would just like freeze, like would explode and would like the colors. Up. See, this is most notable for right. the for the coloring that they did. They did a hybrid of. Um, 
What, what, what's it, like hand drawing and they they use gels. They painted some gels and then they assume that okay, if it's an outdoor scene, the top will be blue, the middle will be like yellow, flesh, yellowish green, and the la- and, and and okay. Let me add, let me let me let me let me actually tell you something that's very interesting. This is before your time and many of the listeners' time, but this is back in the prehistoric era, before there was color TV. I know what you're going to talk. Yeah, Yo, you know about those oh, yeah, things. Of course. You, you should get one of those if you can find <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, there was this there was this piece of crap thing that they sold, and I remember I actually saw one one time at a at a five and dime. It was like a plastic screen, and it was painted. It was a plastic screen that you put over your TV. It was painted. Jack Selden. Yeah. Um. It was painted like red. I mean, blue in the top, whatever in the middle, and like brown or green or whatever on the bottom. And you put it in front of your TV, and it's supposed to be simulated color. Well, this is what this movie looks like. Did you think you think somebody like did bought that thing, put it in front of their TV, and said it's never going to get better than this? <laughs> you know, like there's always. Oh, they part. liked it. Oh, they don't like color TV now because it doesn't look like what I. I don't remember th- the movie like this. No matter what, there's always one person who says it's never gonna get better than this. I'll never need more hard drive space. I'll never need more gigabytes. Right, You're like right, wrong. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so right. that so this one was a combination of hand painted and and just gels, and it was just wrong. He he okay. According to this thing that we both watched, this yeah. little documentary, mini documentary, only five minutes yeah. you can find it on YouTube, the Japanese King Kong was really was released in in Japan in the fifties, and then that begat that made Godzilla. Godzilla. Well, when Dino Kong in seventy six was released, well, an Italian producer Luigi Cozzi of Star Crash fame, which yeah. is a movie that we we did, did before, he decided to get the rights to Godzilla. And release it. And when he decided he wanted to release it to the U.S., there was there was backlash because they didn't want black no, nothing and, black and black white. and white. Like, so this and this is before colorization, before yeah. Turner did the colorization. So he decided that he was him and another guy in three months were going to redo this movie. Bad move. Yep. <clears throat> this and the scenes they did. One of the things I ran into, and this was my fault, not anyone else's fault. I had trouble at first. I had trouble following it because, as soon as I realized that there was a Japanese edit of that movie, I never watched the American one again. Mm. So I only I've I'm now I'm more familiar with the Japanese Godzilla Gorgira <clears throat> than I am with the Americanized with Raymond Burr. So I was at parts of it. I'm like, is that how it happened in that in our version? Like, my brain was playing tricks on me because I don't I didn't remember the American Godzilla original as as well as I should have you know um because I, I just I just only watched the Japanese version <clears throat> because it's a better story and then but there's it's very easy to tell the parts that were cut in I mean they he does this heavy-handed Hiroshima thing which is horrible mm. after the Godzilla attack there's all this and this war footage that's just dead bodies floating mm. in water mm-hmm. um you know, there was other monster movies. If you could used, see it, like, yeah, Beast for Twenty Thousand Fathoms. Yeah, was at used. one point the guy is down there with the oxygenator, and he's the oxygen bomb, and and he's watching a squid fight a an octopus, exactly. which was that movie. And you're like, what are you doing, man? What he is padded this? it to get it from eighty minutes to ninety. Really big freaking deal, Ugh. you know? I mean, I guess he, I guess I don't, I don't know what Luigi Cozzi or Louis Coates was his anglicized name was thinking. But I mean, the movie was never released. It was only released in Italy. Yeah, right. and 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 this is one where you could kind of tell you're like this guy's in over his head. 
Oh, he yeah. bought it, thought it would be a quick flip, and it turned out to really backfire. And oh, then yeah. he just the messes just kept coming. Yeah, this is this I've is, never heard of it. This, me Not, either. And, and this is one that I I kind of almost view as an unwatchable disaster. Now like I talked to my buddy in Miami. We'll just refer to him as Toho Man. Ah, and he he, and he knew about it. Oh, yeah. He has a better copy of it. But it was a bootleg. I would never watch it again. I'll never. If one second of this comes on, I'm going to smash the television and it's on with a baseball bat and leave. <laughs> like, like, like at the end of this, I wanted to pour gasoline in my eyes and light my eyes on fire yeah, so it could. So me. it would. <laughs> we were messing with each other last night. We were watching it as we were both watching it from different locations. And I said, I'm going to power through this and I'm going to dump gasoline in my eyes to make the pain go away. I was thinking of you were like uh, Ray Meland and Man with the X ray eyes. If the, if the <laughs> member fed me, pluck it out. You know, I go, no, don't do that. <laughs> This is one where you're watching and you're like, I'm too far in to cut my losses and say, suggest a different movie. And you're just watching you're like, God damn it, this sucks. This is horrible. Well, we're, we're, apparently we were watching it at the same time last night. And you told, I told you, I'm stopping it at the halfway mark. You were smart, but I couldn't. And I, you go, I'll power through, man. I couldn't imagine waking up knowing the dread that I'd have to go back to this piece <laughs> of garbage. You know, it, I thought it would be funny. Like, because sometimes like this kind of stuff... Uh, those old um, Italian Star Wars movies, the the ripoffs, they're hilarious they're to me. They're fun and funny. And Good-looking girls, goofy, they're just, goofy effects. They're Italianized. Do you know what I mean? They're it's a different yeah. viewpoint, and they just this one did just did nothing, man. It was like you know the thing about it, and it's tough to review because it was hard to see. It was not. Ooh. It was not watchable. I couldn't even. I wouldn't even dare watch it on my TV. I watched it on the computer. I watched it on my TV. And, and it was. It was. It was hard to see. Now the 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 subtitles that are there help because obviously it was an Italian language. So. Yeah, uh, grazie. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. Hey, what's the matter with you? Let's <laughs> <Hey, laughs> smack your face. Hey. Mario, Luigi. No. So um, I'm trying to think of like what else to say. Really, one of the things that was kind of dishear not disheartening, but they would take very deep subplots from the original, like the love triangle that that is written in. That one's even minimized in the American version. Like the Japanese version has a very good subtitle between uh, what, Emiko. It, it was a s- 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 oh God, I can't think of the guy's name. Emiko Ogata, I think. Mm, and Setsu, uh, Setsu, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, uh, we're screwing their names up. Sorry, sorry about that, everyone. Know. I know the names. I can't think of them now. But and in the American one, it's downplayed. In the Italian one, it's described by Raymond Burr in a thre- flippant three-sentence uh, three sec- segment where he goes, of course, Setsuko is supposed to marry Ogata, but he, or Dr. Shizuwa, but he she really loves Ogata, so he, she's going to tell him. Yeah, Emiko. Emiko, Ogata, and... I can't think of his name. Anyway, Whatever. So I'm bad with that. It's, it, so it basically, instead of any subtext, any, like, they just said it, they just had Raymond Burr say when he's standing there with his pipe on the boat. That's it. That, that the end. Done. We're done with that subplot. You know. And you're like, oh, and he had, uh, he also added some uh, different music to it. You hear the toe, the Godzilla theme. Yeah. But he added some like other stuff. Electronica, elect or tech, like electro technical. Yes. What was the band they said that did a lot of these? Uh, Goblin. Goblin. Goblin was a was the band Italian band that was kind of like a prog metal band that did a lot of Dario Argento movies. They uh. did Suspiria, and they're a good band. Suspiria. They did a lot of that stuff, and they were like actually had a career outside of music, 
But this is an homage to Goblin, yeah, this, I guess. This is a blamange to Goblin. <laughs> I don't know. What a piece of shit. From, from start to finish, you could tell this was a mistake, but you just had to trudge through it to get to the other side. I and would be interested uh, in seeing. I, I'm not. I'm not as. I'm not as loathing hateful. and hateful. Yeah. I would like to see a nice copy of this like psychedelic mess, and see if it was actually watchable. But it's probably not. I'm just like it just it just looked horrible, and it yeah. was just. I was gonna actually tell you like yesterday or the day before. Let's do another movie. Yeah, you, I but wish, I said, you know what? Let's just go for I it. I wish you would have spoken up because I would have watched five minutes and said, "You're right. Let's cut our losses and go with something else." But I didn't want to. Yeah, so well, I said, let's right. just do it. And It's uh, another for the lexicon that is Slow Robot to Go-Go. Yeah, for the lexicon of love to, that is Slow Robot. <laughs> Remember that band ABC? There was a band called ABC in the early 80s. No. Joust will appreciate this. And they did an album called Exicon of, Lexicon of Love. So that's a reference to the 80s. <laughs> uh, yeah. To the MTV 80s, British pop of the 80s, whatever. Wow. Well, there you go. So basically, it's a it's Godzilla, but they call it Godzilla because yeah, it's C Louis and Luigi Cozzi. Oh, C O Z Z I L L. So you can find it as Godzilla on uh, YouTube. So you won't be able to find Godzilla on YouTube, but you'll be able so to. So wait, find this Godzilla. was on the cover of the first Fangoria. Yes, I never knew that, but I had the first issue of Fangoria. It is on the cover. Yeah, there is a go there is a colorized version of Godzilla, but I just figured somebody just colorized it. I didn't know they used the poster. I just figured so, the guy spilled like an orange soda on top of the thing when probably, it went to press. You know? I could imagine those two guys like uh, colorizing the movie and one of them dropping like some <sighs> some vino on it and going like, "Hey, that that looks good. Hey, what's the matter with that?" Yeah, grazie, grazie, do it all, do all like that. Yeah. yeah. What's the matter with you? Yeah, more stereotypes that we use that will. When the moon hits your yeah. eye, like on a big pizza box. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give this a 0. 0.0. What do you I'll give it? I'll give it, it a, a 1. Okay. <laughs> there you go, folks. You can use that as your scale and determine, knowing our history, what we give 7s and 8s. Yeah, do you want to do, you wanna, do, do the yeah, endeavor? If you want to inflict pain. <laughs> If you want to win at one of the versus <laughs> shows, you have a dude strapped down like uh, Clockwork Orange with his eyes open, and you're like, now you're screwed. For, Put this on. For all those guys at Gitmo, if you really want to get him to spill the beans, <laughs> just play Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, three days in a row. It just All you eat is like popcorn, beans, and this. Yeah, and they'll, they'll talk. They'll talk. They'll tell you everything. <laughs> War over, like Raul Julia <laughs> said. <laughs> War over. <laughs> All right, we're done here. I'm Mal with me as always. Dr. Morbius. We'll see you next week with a much better film. Yeah, right. <laughs>